Hello and welcome to the 44th episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. Today, I'm going to be ranking all the brawlers from best to worst in one of the newest game modes, Lone Star. So, let's get right into it after a short break. So, as most of you guys probably know, Lone Star is tied for the newest game mode with Takedown. It just came out in the most recent update, so it's been in the game for a few weeks, maybe a month, but definitely not too long, but at this point I would say I kind of have a good sense for who's good and who's not in the mode, so I decided I would rank all the brawlers. So, yeah. Coming in last place is going to be Frank. So Frank is just awful in Lone Star because I would say he's probably the worst 1v1 brawler because he doesn't really do good against anyone because obviously against long range, he just doesn't have the range to hit them and they can just keep poking away. Even at mid-range, uh, he can't really kill any brawlers because they can hit him and then just quickly run out before his shot can go and hit anyone. So, yeah, Frank really struggles. And then even against tanks, he can't really do much because they can just use all their health to just rush up on Frank and destroy him. Or if they have a super, they can use that to reset whatever his attack is. If he's supering or his basic attack, they can reset both with their super. So, yeah, Frank really just doesn't do good against anyone. And, I mean, obviously a big part of this ranking has to do with how good they are in 1v1s. And Frank is not that good in 1v1s, if not the worst. So, yeah, Frank going to get last place. So, next up is going to be Nita. So, Nita really just isn't good in this mode. I mean, her range isn't that great because a lot of the brawlers you see in Lone Star have really good range. And then also her damage doesn't make up for it either because the other brawlers that are good have really good damage and Nita just can't compete against them. I mean, she's stronger in other game modes just because she's better at like controlling the map and stuff and kind of just like getting one like easy kill because of the small map and the walls closed up. But, I mean, in a super open map that's, like, really big, Nita just really struggles. I mean, once she gets her bear, she can be decent, but most of the time the bear also gets killed pretty quick because she's not just using it on one person. Most of the time there's going to be, a like, two or three other people in the battle that can easily deal with the bear. So, yeah, Nita, really not that great in Lone Star. So next up is going to be Jessie. So Jessie is kind of in the same boat as Nita. I mean, her range is slightly better, but not, not that much better. And her damage also not good at all. And also her turret really isn't that effective because like that map is super open, so it's pretty easy to run away from it. And also, most of the time, other enemy brawlers are just going to be able to take out the turret really fast. So yeah, it's kind of hard for Jessie to get killed in the Lone Star mode. So, next up is going to be Tara. So, Tara, I mean, she actually has solid damage. And if you can get her super, she can be solid. I mean, she can get a kill if you get her super. I mean, she's probably not going to be able to chain her supers too often. But, I mean, you're probably going to be able to get, like, one or two game kill. kill you're probably going to be able to get one or two kills a game with Tara just because of her super. But, I mean, that's pretty much it, and that really just isn't enough to get first place unless you kill, like, two seven-star players. But the odds of that happening are really low. Most of the time, they're just going to have two or three stars. So, 
I mean, Tara, if you're going for consistent seventh places, maybe she's the baller for you. So, next up is going to be Penny. So, Penny, I mean, just same boat as a lot of these other ballers. Low damage. And, I mean, her range is slightly better than Nita and Jessie, which is why she's going to be a little bit higher. I mean, her mortar can actually be pretty solid in the mode just because it can be really annoying to deal with and can hit a lot of brawlers who aren't paying attention to it. But, I mean, still, Penny just doesn't have a lot of damage most of the time. She's not going to be able to take advantage of her splash damage effect. I mean, occasionally she can, but I just feel like most of the time, Penny isn't the best pick, and you're better off using most of the other brawlers. So, next up is going to be Poco. So, Poco, I mean, he is kind of good for just, like, hitting a ton of brawlers at once and trying to just get lucky and end up being the one to finish off the kill. But that's really the only area where you want to use Poco at all because every other strategy just isn't going to end well. He just doesn't have the damage, the speed, or the range to kill anyone unless he gets lucky. So, yeah, Poco, not that great, but there is a viable strategy with him. So, next up is going to be Pam. So, I mean, Pam, she's kind of just lacking range, I would say, and also her DPS. I feel like it's not the best, mainly because it takes her forever for whole, for whole entire shot to load out. So her, like, burst potential is pretty bad. I mean, if she's up close against, like, a Leon or someone like that, she just isn't going to be able to kill them in time because her attack takes forever to go. But, I mean, yeah, Pam, not the best. I mean, if she had longer range, she'd be really solid, but she doesn't. She can occasionally pick up some kills. I mean, she's pretty good at staying alive, but I guess that there's just a lot of brawlers that just get the job done better than Pam. So, yeah, Pam, not too great in the Lone Star mode. So, next up is going to be Carl. So, Carl, I mean, I feel like he might be slightly underrated in the mode. I mean, I haven't really used him, but I've occasionally seen a Carl do good, but I feel like you have to, like, master a strategy with Carl. I have no idea what it is. But yeah, Carl, I mean, he's not that great. I mean, you can hit multiple brawlers, and a super can be quite effective, but it kind of ends after that. I mean, damage just isn't the best, and it's kind of easy to dodge his attack on a super open map. I guess, like, the only really good thing about him in this mode is his super, because it can either run away easily or catch up the brawlers. So, yeah, I mean, Carl... He can be played. I've seen Carl's win before, but I feel like more often than not, they're not doing too great. So yeah, Carl, pretty low spot on the list. So next up, I mean, we have the three throwers. I have them all next to each other because they're all really bad on every single map except for one where they're all like insane. So I just decided to put them all next to each other. I mean, there's like no real specific ranking, I guess. I tried to just, like, choose if I had to pick. So, yeah, but these are very close to each other. So, last one is going to be Barley. I mean, I guess the reason why I have him lower than Gunamike and Tick is just his damage isn't that great. I feel like he might be a little bit better than them at kill stealing. But, I mean, damage-wise, he isn't that good. So, yeah, he's going to be the lowest of the throwers. But, I mean, obviously, in Hot Maze, he's insane. So next up is going to be Dynamite. So Dynamite, I mean, he's basically like Barley, but I decided to put him up a little bit higher because 
he's super I feel like he can just chain it pretty easily and then also um he does more damage allowing him to get easier kills so I have him slightly above barley and I mean the control isn't that important in this mode but the top thrower was going to be tick so tick I mean he's just really good at like shutting out all the choke points and using his very long range to hit enemies and kind of just being really annoying so yeah I mean tick really solid on hot maze and kind of ends there but yeah so I would say if I had to pick a thrower I'd go tick so yeah tick's the best of the three throwers but they're all around the same area because they're all really good on one map and then the rest of them they're pretty useless so yeah Next up is going to be Rosa. So Rosa, she's going to be the worst tank just because she doesn't really have any form of, like, mobility. Because a lot of the other tanks have supers that allow them to catch up to brawlers. And Rosa's, I mean, if she can actually get on top of someone, it's a pretty easy kill. But I feel like most of the time with Rosa, that's just really hard in Lone Star with a super open map. And a lot of the brawlers that are good have really long range, which is kind of an issue for Rosa. So I feel like she isn't that good. It's kind of hard for her to get around the map and stuff. And she just kind of can't do much and can't really hit anyone. So yeah, Rosa, pretty low. But I mean, if she's able to get on top of you, you're dead. So next up's going to be Bull. So I decided to put Bull slightly ahead of Rosa. Just because his super allows him to get back into the action quick. Because I find in Lone Star, quite often I die and then... I spawn, like, on the other side of the map from where I was fighting. And then it takes me, like, 15, 20, sometimes even 30 seconds to find another fight that I can join in and try to get some kills. And, I mean, Bull, his super just allows him to shave that time in half. But, I mean, when it comes to the actual fights, he isn't too great. I guess, like, the only good strategy with him is just spawn camping. Maybe hoping you can get, like, lucky with your super. But, yeah, most of the time... Bull isn't going to be too great, but there's definitely some ways to use him. So next up is going to be Shelly. So Shelly, the only reason she's decently high up on the list is spawn camping. I mean, she's just so good at hiding in the bushes, especially on island invasion. When you can't really deal with it at all because you just spawn in that corner and the Shelly can just hide in the bushes and you can't do anything about it. And she can just pop out, super you, doesn't matter what brawler you are. If you get up close to Shelly, you're dead. So yeah, Shelly, I mean, that's like the only sh real strategy for her. I mean, I guess you can try and run out with her since she has okay range, but yeah, most of the time you just want to be spawn camping with Shelly. So next up is going to be Rico. So Rico is kind of just like a worse version of Colt. And like I said, most of the brawlers are pretty, most, not brawlers, most of the maps are pretty wide open. And Rico really likes walls. So I mean, obviously he's really good on hot maze. But, I mean, I feel like everywhere else, I mean, he's obviously playable everywhere, but there's no reason, there's no real reason to use him over Colt, because Colt just does more damage. I would say it's easier to hit his shots, and he has more health, and his super is also better for open maps. So, yeah. I mean, that's, I guess, the main issue for Rico, rather he's Colt, but, I mean, he can be played on pretty much all the maps. So next up is going to be Crow. So Crow obviously doesn't have great damage. I mean, his range is pretty solid. He's okay at dodging attacks, but I feel like a lot of the brawlers up higher are really good against Crow. And 
I mean, Crow, if he gets a super, he can actually get a very easy kill. Like, if he gets a super, it's basically a free kill on anyone, really. I mean, obviously, if he jumps on anyone that isn't a tank, they're dead. And then the tank's, like, just an easy kill for Crow. So, I feel like Crow is pretty solid because there's always a few people using tanks. And then a super can get, uh, uh, like, can just kill someone, like, with a lot of stars. But, I mean, he, it's pretty easy to kill a crow because he doesn't have that much health. So, I mean, he can be used, but he wouldn't be my first pick. So, next up is going to be BB. So, BB, I mean, obviously, both of her star powers are really great for this mode. I would say if you don't have her star powers, don't use her at all. But both of her star powers can be really solid because, obviously, the movement speed one allows her to get back into the action really quick. And then the shield one can allow her to just sponge up a bunch of damage and just get aggressive and try to rush people because on the open map, Bibi's going to be taking a good amount of damage, but the shield can prevent a lot of it. So, yeah, I mean, Bibi's pretty solid. I mean, she can hit multiple brawlers relatively easily if they're bunched up. And, I mean, she can sometimes still kill with her super. So, yeah, I mean, Bibi, definitely a solid option. Wouldn't be my top pick, but you can definitely win with Bibi. So, next up is going to be El Primo. So, you might be wondering why El Primo is so much higher than the other tanks. And that is mainly because of one thing, his super. So, the one issue with El Primo is that getting a super to start is kind of a pain. Really, the only way you're going to do it is by bush camping or hoping you run into another tank and just trading shots until you get your super. But, I mean, then once El Primo gets his super, he can really just start picking up a bunch of kills because his super is a lot easier to aim than, like, a bull. I mean, it, it can be used for mobility, but most of the time you just want to land on a brawler and get an easy kill. So, yeah, once you get El Primo super, you can just keep on chaining it and chaining it, and then he can really start going on a rampage. So, yeah, El Primo can definitely be solid, but he kind of struggles when he doesn't have a super. So, next up is going to be Bo. So, Bo kind of seems like he would be amazing for this type of mode, but, I mean, he's kind of just slightly above average. This is mainly because his super is kind of useless. I mean, the map is just so wide open because the gas doesn't close in. It's a full showdown map where the odds of someone hitting his mines are pretty slim because of how much other areas they could go to. And there's, I feel like there's, like, less choke points when the gas isn't going in. I feel like a lot of the fights are kind of in the outskirts where there's not that many walls. And Bo can't really just, like, block off an area with his super. So, I mean, if none of the brawlers had supers, Bo would probably be near the top. But since they do, Bo just kind of struggles compared to the other brawler supers. But, I mean, his, he's definitely pretty solid because of his good health, good range, and good damage. So, next up is going to be 8-Bit. So, 8-Bit is definitely pretty good, but, I mean, obviously, he has one big flaw, and that's his movement speed. And you can just, like, get, like, stuck away from the action for so long with 8-Bit, like, possibly up to 45 seconds if you get really unlucky, because it takes 8-Bit a long time to get across the map, and then you're not even guaranteed to run into people, and he doesn't have a super that can speed him up. But, I mean, once he actually gets around to people and can start attacking, he can do really well because he has really good damage, really good range, and really good health. But, I mean, I guess the issue with 8-Bit is it's hard to get to the people. So, it's kind of, I feel like, takedown where once you actually get onto the boss with 8-Bit, you can do a ton. But, 
it's really hard to get to it. So, yeah, if you actually get into, like, a bunch of fights with 8-Bit, be sure to really play it smart and try to get as many stars as you can while you're fighting people. So next up is going to be Colt. So Colt is basically 8-Bit, except he has less health. I mean, he's basically slightly worse at everything, but he has uh, normal to above average movement speed if you use movement speed star power. I mean, his extra range and bullet speed one is definitely really solid. What's it called? Magnum Special. But, I mean, his uh, Slick Boots one can also be used, which is nice. And, I mean, Colt is kind of just like 8-bit, but you can actually, like, find people pretty easily. So, yeah, that's why I have him slightly higher than 8-bit. So, next up is going to be Spike. So, Spike is really good for kill stealing because, one, he can hit brawlers around walls. And, two, he, uh, his spikes just shoot down to a bunch of different directions, so he can kind of just tuck, like, all three attacks near a low HP enemy, and he's pretty much bound to get the kill, which is really nice. And, I mean, also, he can burst down those uh, tanks really easily. It is super well against tanks. And he kind of just does solid against everyone. I guess the one downside to Spike is his health, where, like, Pipers can easily destroy him, and a lot of these brawlers above him can kill Spike relatively easily, which I guess is the one downside to him. So, next up... Is going to be the top tank, and that is going to be Daryl. So the reason that makes Daryl so good is his recharging super. I mean, he's kind of an assassin. So basically what you want to do with Daryl is wait for your super to charge before you go and start fighting people. And then once you get that super, you can just kind of chill until someone goes by you, roll onto them, get a kill. You have your super back, like maximum like 5 or 10 seconds if they're a super low HP brawler, and you can kind of just rinse and repeat and just surprise a bunch of people and catch them off guard. And if you're using Daryl and you get up close to someone, they're pretty much bound to be dead unless they have a crazy amount of power cubes, which isn't a thing in Lone Star, or they uh, are like a bull or a Shelly with super, but you're not really going to want to roll on them. So yeah, most of the time, if you roll on someone, it's going to be a pretty easy kill. So next up is going to be Brock. So... Brock, I mean, he is definitely really good. He has that super solid range, and he also has um, really good burst damage up close. So he can kind of just be played, like, really well. I mean, there's no, like, major weakness to him because at long range, he can kind of chip away at you, and then at close range, there's a really good shot he's going to be able to kill you, and then a super can also deal with, like, anyone hiding behind the wall. So, I mean, yeah, Brock is definitely really solid. I mean, I guess the one downside to him is there's nothing really amazing about him. And he's also, he's not super fast, which I guess is, like, the downside to him. But, I mean, he's definitely a solid option, and I would definitely recommend using him. So, next up is going to be Mortis. So, uh, if you're using Mortis, I would, I would probably use Coiled Snake just because you really want those kills. And being able to catch people off guard and dash in is really useful. And I mean, one of the main reasons Mortis is good is because of his, uh, like, mobility. Because he can use his normal attack to dash forward, and he can just do that a ton of times, just get around the map super quick. And I mean, also, a lot of these top brawlers are relatively squishy, and Mortis can three or four shot almost all of them. So yeah, he can, like kill a lot of brawlers in 
lone star and he can catch people off guard pretty easily. So yeah, Mortis, definitely a really solid pick. So next up is going to be Leon. So Leon, I mean, I would say he's basically Daryl, except his super is better. So I mean, he can literally go invisible. So he can just go invisible once he sees a high priority high priority target doesn't matter if they're relatively far away as long as you can see him he's gonna be able to catch up with his fast movement speed just go invisible use a fast movement speed to catch up and get an easy kill and a bunch of stars and he's probably gonna be able to keep chaining supers and stuff and even if he can't he has the good range to uh, get his super back so yeah leon he's basically daryl but slightly better so coming in at number three is gonna be sandy so Sandy's really good for a few reasons. One, he has good movement speed, so he can catch up to brawlers really easily. Two, he has a really wide attack, so he can hit a lot of brawlers. Three, his super is just so good because he can control so much of the map for so long, which would just allow him to sneak up on anyone and get a pretty easy kill. Like you can't really do much when the Sandy's in the sandstorm, and yeah, I just. I don't know what's just so good about Sandy, but I feel like whenever I use him, I just do super good. I mean, I push Sandy from, like, 400 to 480 in, like, an hour or something just from Lone Star. I mean, I think it was, like, kind of spread out, but I like kind of went on a really good win streak with Sandy and Lone Star, and I kind of just started to really like him in Lone Star. So, yeah, Sandy's going to get the number three spot. So, coming in at number two, it's going to be Gene. So, the reason why Gene is so good is because of his ability to steal kills. Because obviously he has the longest range in the game and he's able to just like hit brawlers in like such a wide range. So if there's ever a brawler that's really low and Gene is anywhere nearby, Gene's going to get that kill. And then also you can't really rush up on Gene because he can just burst you down. And then you can also try and find a squishy brawler and just use a super, which is pretty easy to get pulled them in and just quickly three-shot them and they're dead. So yeah, Gene, he can either steal kills, burst down brawlers, or pull someone in and get, and get the easy kill. So yeah, Gene really solid in Lone Star and is going to get the number two spot on this list. So coming in at number one, there's a good chance you guessed it. It's going to be Piper. So Piper is just so good because almost all of the Lone Star maps are really long range. And Piper is just the queen of long range. She's just able to do so much damage. She can two-shot, like, everyone that's good in Lone Star. I mean, her super can escape if she really needs to or can actually be used as a form of mobility to get back into the action. Snappy sniping is really good for just continuously hitting brawlers. I mean, even Ambush can be pretty solid in Lone Star on maps that have a little bit of grass because she can kind of just, like, hide in the grass and then just one-shot you if you're taking, like, any damage, or two-shot you. So, yeah, Piper, just really solid. I mean, Lone Star is, like, a really long-range game mode slash assassin game mode, and she has the range to, like, do well, and then also if someone rolls on her or goes invisible or jumps on her or anything, she can just easily get away with her super. So, yeah, Piper's gonna be number one on this list. So yeah, that is going to be it for the Lone Star ranking. I definitely find it to be a pretty fun game mode. And I- Welcome to the outro segment of the podcast. 
So uh, I would like to apologize for kind of the random stop in the ranking. I mean, I was just like closing the segment out. And for some reason, I think I might have accidentally hit the stop recording button or something because you kind of just abruptly cut off. So I apologize for that. Don't really want to record like the whole entire like 25 minute segment again. So I mean, I'll just leave it in, I guess. But yeah, I apologize for that once again. So I do not believe I have any new five star reviews. Quickly pull it up. Yeah, I do not have any new five star reviews. But if you'd like to get shouted out in the next episode of the podcast, leave a five-star review and I'll read it on the next episode. Um, so let's see if anything else to cover. Um, oh yeah, also, microphone. It's going to be set up uh, by the next episode because, I mean, the weekend is tomorrow, so I'll have plenty of time to work on setting everything up and getting all the sound prepared and everything like that, so... Yeah, be sure to stay tuned for that. Microphone will be coming tomorrow, so yeah, audio should be really nice in the next episode. So yeah, it's pretty much everything that needs to be covered, so I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.